the fuck you doing in my house at 7 o'clock in the morning? I don't know. You called me last night and said we had something important. <laughs> Mel, do we have something important to do? I think I got a phone call I have to make later. Oh, my gosh. Could it possibly be across the pond? Uh, and some. Yeah, Over the river and through the fucking woods. <laughs> That's right, boys and girls. We're about to talk to somebody from FK Slutsk. Get That's in. That's right. Get in. Let's start the show. Welcome to a special edition of the Drunkard United Football Show. I am Sam Houston. Across the way from me is my illustrious co-host, Sam Graham. It is early in the morning, Mr. Graham. Yes, it is for us. Yes. <laughs> not, not for who we're about to talk to, but for us, it is 7 o'clock in the morning. As our listeners know, during the COVID shutdown, we took an interest in the Belarusian Premier League and since then have pledged our undying support to FK Slutsk. Well, boys and girls, producer Mel has actually produced us something... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome Vitaly Trubilia of the mighty FK Slutsk to the Drunkard United Football Show. Vitaly, how are you doing, sir? Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. everyone uh, I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, before, we were doing better, but now it's worse, but still, uh, we're happy to play. Excellent, excellent. Uh, it was a pretty tough loss last week with the 3 nothing loss. How's the team spirits doing? How's everybody feeling Uh Oh, it was a super derby against Garadina because uh, our sponsors before were super factories, so it's it was very uh, very um, very hard to believe that we lost Sudan. So we are very unhappy, and I hope next game we will do our best to uh, to get three points because last game it was also the truth. Now, now, guys had such a great start to the season uh, being at the top of the table and seems like you hit a little bit of a road bump. Has the coach set out like a game plan to kind of help boost the team, make sure we get a win this next week? Uh, yes, he's boosting us. He, he wants to, to win, so he inspires us a lot. And I will start uh, at the beginning of the it was uh, unpredictable. We were very so lucky and thanks to... Uh, to support from abroad, we were very inspired. So <laughs> we were first, uh, we were, uh, oh, we, we were at the top of the league, so we were really happy. And now we get down. To tell the truth, uh, our position usually was in the middle of the table, so we get used, uh, we are used to that. But uh, according to the start, we we tried to be on the top for sure. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll. We try to to come down from our knees, uh, come up like from our knees and uh, start winning. I believe. I hope. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, you know, you were one of the only leagues going during the COVID nineteen shutdown of the world. <laughs> 
Did you all mm-hmm. feel any extra pressure? Did you know that the world's eyes were were more focused on you being the only football that was that was happening? Uh, I don't think so. That was not a pressure, but um, we we felt that people from abroad support us because a lot of people were writing to me on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, they wished us to win, so uh, you know that we have a, a fan club in Australia, so. A lot of people were supporting us, so we try, We were trying to do our best. We we knew that people are watching us, so we tried to show our, our best qualities. We were trying hard, so I don't think it was uh, negative. It was more, more positive for us. The whole world is watching us, the whole league, and especially our team. That's great. Did any of the players have any reservations or concerns about about going and playing still? Um, while the rest of the world seemingly just halted. Uh, you mean that uh, some players uh, didn't want to play? Or what? Yes. yes. Did Did any players have concerns about still playing? About still, you know, going about your normal uh-huh. life um, during during uh-huh. this pandemic? Yes, uh, we were not expecting that we will play because the whole the whole world stopped playing. So we were we were waiting for the resolution from our federation, but our federation decided to go this way to play. So, to tell the truth, we were happy because sitting home, waiting for something is not good. We know that uh, this coronavirus is dangerous, thing, but, uh, for example, Slask, we live all together, searching players in uh, the small town, so we were not afraid. We were trying to, uh, not to contact a lot of people, be, like, separate, but we were happy to play, to train, to do our job. Uh, so I, li- I liked I think that uh, that was a good idea for us to play in Belarus especially uh, with, uh, with spectators because uh, to tell the truth in Belarus not too many spectators the match so it wasn't a big problem excellent um, so I, I, as I watched your match last week I noticed that uh, you had multiple players from Africa on your squad, I think uh, uh, three of them are from uh, Burkina Faso. Um, is that something the club arranged with that country, or is that say like something that all the players have the same agent and the agent kind of arranged it that way? Uh, that's uh, players from I think one ang- one agent who's working with Belarus, so he's uh, working on this uh, um, African market. So he chooses the best players guys to choose the best players and bring them to Belarus to give them a chance to show themselves. So our club uh, is uh, in contact with this agent, so to bring some players. Some players stay there in Belarus, some players go away, so it's normal, it's normal. And uh, some of them are really uh, good players with good qualities, so they help us a lot, I think. How- um, how do you guys communicate on the field? Do the do those players speak Belarusian or Russian at all? Mm, not really. <laughs> I work uh, like a translator. I translate to the players and sometimes into the coaches uh, what foreign players mean, what they want. So mm, communication is uh, yeah, usually in English, English language. Okay. So when someone, does, yes, for sure. When someone doesn't, uh, someone doesn't understand, I translate. But usually, I couldn't try to learn some Russian words, some easy Russian words, football words. So, um, 
it needs time. When if they stay here for one year, they start talking a little bit Russian. Excellent. Uh, I would imagine like simple commands like there and through and and things like that stuff that applies to on the field. So everybody understands, oh, hey, I need to go there kind of idea, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I actually noticed uh, that you began your career at Dinamo Minsk uh, and just before uh, FK Slutsk played for FK Minsk. Mm-hmm. Did you have any reservations about joining a crosstown rival after beginning your career at Dinamo Minsk? Uh, once more, the question I, I don't understand what, so, what do you mean? Yeah, of course. Um, just did you have any concerns? Were you worried about being viewed as a villain joining the crosstown rivals, even though it was later in your career? Uh huh, cross rival, yeah, yes, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so you know, it means that means not the real rival here in Belarus. The real rivals are and where before you know, means can battle. So the top, top clubs, when they played before, it was like derby. So Bata and Dinamo Minsk, uh, it's, uh, the mo- uh, it's, uh, we can tell that, that they are our rivals. But Minsk and Dinamo Minsk not not rivals, really, because usually players from Dinamo Minsk are going to Minsk and they change players, so make transfers. So it's not, they're not rivals. They're just teams from one, uh, one city. From one city. Okay. Interesting. Um, Sam, I got a quick one just that I just thought of here. Um, Vitaly, so I, I noticed uh, I had an opportunity to see your interview with the Australian football podcast uh, that was on YouTube. Um, I noticed mm-hmm. you had talked about size of stadiums. Um, are the two mm-hmm. big clubs, are they like big giant stadiums and then kind of everybody else is uh, a more smaller, humble ground? In Bologna stadiums usually are not so big, small, mostly small stadiums because of, because not too many spectators now are visiting football. Uh, only, you know, Minsk, I think, has a big stadium. It, it, uh, it can, have, it can, um, can, it has, um, it can have 30,000 spectators, uh, but it has a big stadium, 13,000 spectators. Uh, and um, and maybe maybe even the soul. And the other stadiums are small. For example, FK Sulsk has a, a small stadium that can have only two thousand people, two thousand spectators. Uh, the the last game, uh, Grodonia, is that who you you played? I want to make G- sure. I'm yeah, I wanted to make sure I'm G- pronouncing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, I noticed it was a small crowd, and the one thing I noticed was the man playing the horn the entire game out of tune, like playing it very poorly. <laughs> like while you guys were playing, there was a fan. It was like hah, 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 the, and it, it made me giggle. I, I laughed the whole game during that because I found that very funny. Uh, once more, I, could, I couldn't understand. It's the, the connection is not so good. Uh, no I can't hear you properly. Uh, so during your game, uh, that that match, yeah. the fans yeah. of the home team, they had someone uh-huh. playing a, a horn, like like a saxophone or a trumpet, like a horn. And uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. and he was playing it out of tune the entire time, like really poorly. 
played it very badly. Uh, <laughs> and I could, okay, I could hear, okay. as, so as I watched your match, that's, I could hear that the entire game was the really bad horn playing. Uh, but you could still hear all the fans. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because some some people come to the stadium to show their beauty. Uh, for example, the horn in in Garajel or even in Minsk when the guy is coming with his accordion, he's playing accordion during the match. If he's if uh, a supporter, so he became uh, very famous in Russia because uh, our games that we show in Russia. So now people try to come to the stadium, the stadium, and try to play some uh, some ins- instruments. <laughs> it might be, <laughs> became popular in Belarus, yes. That's pretty good. He, so this guy, I couldn't really see it because I was concentrating on the game, but this guy tried to show the world how good he is, I think. <laughs> and he wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> So, Vitaly, we noticed that you played for the Belarusian national team 16, uh, 16 times. How was that experience? I'm sure a very proud moment representing your country. Um, yes, for sure. I was very proud. It was, it was my dream to play for the national team. I think it should be the dream for every player to represent the national team, his, his country. So, we played against very, very strong teams. For example, Japan, I played with Poland, I played with uh, France, uh, and these games uh, will always be on my mind. I will always remember this atmosphere, crazy atmosphere, this famous place that I was before. So the level of these games, these matches, was really high, and I'm, I'm happy uh, that I was a part of these matches. I mean, yeah, your first game, your first international game, you drew France. You know, you know, in your first game, you at least got a point. Yes, yes, we got a point with France. Do you do you have any regrets over the course of your career, especially with the national team? Do you think maybe you were overlooked a bit, or uh, are you pretty happy with the way everything turned out? I have a rule that uh, you shouldn't regret for anything because when you start regretting, you may uh, you get depression. So uh, I think everything that happened. It had to happen, so I, I'm really happy to, that I was playing in Czech Republic for seven years. I was playing 16 games, national team, and I was uh, taking every moment with pleasure. So I don't want to regret. For sure, I could stay in Czech Republic. Uh, in Prague, when I played, I came back to Belarus. I signed a contract again, again with Minsk. Maybe it was a bad idea to stay in Czech Republic for a long time. Maybe, maybe. That is one thing maybe I should regret, but the other the other things um, I think my career went quite well. Excellent, great. As I don't know if uh, M- uh, Melissa told you or not, I am an avid Arsenal supporter, and I have to ask, how was it playing with Alexander Kleb? Because on our side of the pond, it uh, it always looked like he had Velcro on his feet. That he never lost the ball. Very, very technically gifted. How was how was that experience playing with 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 uh, Alex Chleb? Uh, that was uh, he was and he is still I think a very good player. Uh, especially his first touch. Everybody says that his first touch is top in in the world. So he's uh, he has a very good technical ability, and it's really hard to get 
the ball from him because when he is with the ball, he's like dancing, dancing, and if not the opponent and he can't can dribble well, he always gives very smart passes. So um, I was happy that I played with him uh, to like on the uh, on one side. I played also against him when he was in Barca, and I played with him when I was in the national team, and it was a very good experience for me. Uh, that was a player from Arsenal and from Barcelona. So what can we talk about? He's a top player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and one quick question also. In moving from Belarus to the Czech Republic, did you have any concerns about going abroad or was that a pretty easy transition for you to make uh, when you left Belarus to play uh, to play in the Czech Republic? Uh, that was uh, my agent. We saw, I signed a contract with the agent. He was a German agent. So one day he came and said that one team is interested in a player for your position. So I went for a trial and they signed a contract with me for, I think, three years. Two years. Um, when I stayed there for three years, it was a FK Moss, Bunny Moss, uh, quite a rich team at that moment. And uh, I was a young player. It was a good experience for me to be there, to play in Czech Republic. But first time, first time I came there, it was very hard for me uh, to get used to foreign people, to foreign language, because Czech language I couldn't understand. So. Uh, it was difficult, and for every player, I think young players, difficult to go abroad to leave your friends, your family, and go somewhere where you can't speak with people. You don't understand understand their native language. But time, from time, I realized that I had to do this. I had to start learning. I had to learn a language, and I think I succeeded there. So that's why I stayed there for seven years. I was uh, developing as a football player and. And even as a person, because I started studying Czech language, and till now I can speak now Czech language, understand. I like Czech Republic to tell the truth. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, now we're going to ask a little more kind of some fun questions here. Myself and Sam, we our show is we recap the English Premier League every week, and we do a segment towards the end of the show. We recap how you guys did in your match. And one of the things mm. that we do on our show is normally because it's at nighttime, like right now it's seven o'clock in the morning here. But <clears throat> one thing we do on our show is we always have a drink while we are uh, while we're on the show, and typically we like to drink whiskey. Um, do mm-hmm. you do you happen to drink? And if so, what do you like to drink? <laughs> uh, yes, I I can drink, especially after the game. Uh, when you get a uh, big stress after the game, so you can relax for sure. Uh, I like beer. I like beer. Okay. Um, especially, especially Czech beer. When I was in Czech Republic, I got used to Czech beer. It, it's a uh, really good beer. Very, it has very good quality. And uh, sometimes I also can drink some, some bottles of whiskey. I also like whiskey. Uh, we don't drink vodka here, as <laughs> some people in America think that we drink vodka. Not really, not really. Uh, sometimes wine, whiskey, wine, and beer. But uh, as uh, we know that we are professional football players, so 
Of course, of course. Well, and and vodka, we'll let the Polish and the Russians fight over that, right? You guys can go ahead and drink whiskey like everybody else, like civilized human beings. Yes, yes, normally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Uh, actually staying along the same vein, uh, obviously you have a very particular diet as a footballer in the, in the close season when you're on holiday, uh, and you can eat anything you want, what would it be? What's the meal that you can't eat during the season that you would let, that you eat on holiday? Mm, usually on holiday, maybe I can eat more, more fat, uh, fat stuff like meat, fat meat. Maybe I can eat some burger, but, uh, I think I'm, I'm still professional during the holidays. I don't like this food, like uh, fast food. McDonald's, I, I can visit McDonald's once a year. Or hot dogs, I don't really like this food. So I think it, it doesn't matter. Uh, holiday or season, the meal is almost uh, the same. You can stay. You can stay fit after your after your career's over. Where a lot of footballers uh, get a little big because they start to eat all the things they're not supposed to eat. Uh, I hope it will be like this. <laughs> I'm not a guy who is uh, getting weight so fast. So <laughs> I hope I I hope I'll, I'll keep my weight. <laughs> because because uh, that is definitely not me. I am a very big man. Um, now. <laughs> Uh, real quick, we wanted to, we wanted to ask a little something about FK Slutsk in general. The badge we noticed it has a Pegasus, a winged horse on it. Do you know the history yeah. behind the club and the badge? Not really, not no. really. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. We. Uh, I think uh, someone maybe was uh, drinking vodka or something like this, and, uh, and he said, oh, uh, "Let it be Pegasus." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, we liked the colors—the blue and the green and white. We really liked the fact that there was a Pegasus on the badge, and and the name has a little something to do with it as well. So we, we were like, "This is it. This is our club. We are all in." Yeah, the name. The name is really funny. I realized it only when uh, we had a lot of support from abroad. I, I thought, "What is the reason?" But after. Yeah, we're like, we're like, yeah, that kind of means a loose woman in in our country. (laughs) Um, uh, That one, and um, of course, uh, where we noticed you're originally from as well, Bresk, of course, we think breast. You know, it's, it's, we're, 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 we're kindergartners. We're, 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 we're little kids. kids, We can't, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course, we think with that kind of humor. I had uh, another question as well. Uh, who was your favorite opponent to face, um, club and country? Uh, uh, one more question. Who is my opponent? Who is opponent? Your favorite opponent. Question. Yeah, the, the team that you like to face the most uh, for club and country. Your your best experience. Aha, uh-huh, opponent. Okay, okay. Uh, I like uh, big matches. It doesn't matter club matches or national team matches. I like matches, for example, against France. You know, you come on the pitch, you see Benzema, you see Ribery, you see Molda, Sanya, Nasri, famous players. Your heart beats uh, very fast, so you want uh, to, play, to play. You want this match to be longer than, uh, than normally. So you, will, you can play the whole day with these players. It's a really good uh, atmosphere at the stadium, good experience, and uh, you are very inspired during these games. And uh, I, 
I also uh, participated in European League uh, in um, when I was in Czech Republic in Slavia Prague. So these matches, uh, when a lot of supporters are on the tribunes, uh, are really, really, really good matches. You will remember them for a long time. So I can't really uh, think what opponent, opponent was the best for me, but the only, the biggest match I remember is the match against France. And um, I think that's, that's the only the only opponent that I not the only but this opponent I would like to be uh, to play against again, but I think uh, it's not real. Right. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting too old. <laughs> I also saw that you scored 13 goals throughout your career. Do you have <laughs> one particular goal that you remember especially that was an amazing goal or or just one that will stick with you? Uh, not really. I I didn't even know that I scored certain goals. I'm not counting goals because <laughs> because it's not my main aim on the piece. Uh, if I score, it's, it's good, it's super. But I'm not a forward, so I I don't really count. I don't know the statistics. I know that I scored ten, more than ten. But okay, oh, good. I will know. Uh, the best goals maybe goals that I scored with Prague. One goal was really good. I took the ball uh, maybe 30, 30 meters from the goal. I, 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 I had a shot and I scored. So we won one nil against Olomouc, against the Czech Republic. And that was a winning goal. I was a defender, so I was happy. That goal I remember. That's pretty amazing. Uh, as a defender, as, as I was growing up, I also played in defense. I've always considered myself a bit of a hard man. Uh, as a defender, uh, do you consider yourself a bit hard? Do you lo- love a good tackle, or are you more technical? Mm, I'm. I think. I hope I'm more technical <laughs> because uh, I'm not a big guy, and tackles is not my strong side. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I was no stranger to a card. <laughs> I try yeah. to to play smarter, to to play more technical, to give good passes, to run a lot, to make crosses. I think that's my strong side, and that's what I have to do on the on the pitch. Uh, so, uh, backstory, Vitaly. I I played goalkeeper, uh, and Sam would <laughs> play defense in front of me, and I would constantly uh-huh. have to calm Sam down because he would get a yellow card very early in the game. And then normally say a bunch of really uh, non-professional words to the ref, <laughs> and, uh-huh, and, and, uh-huh. The, and the rest of the match, I'd have to make sure that Sam did not get a red card and get sent off. That was pretty much every game I ever played with Sam, which was the bulk <laughs> of my life. <laughs> so, have have you ever been sent off before? Um, I remember one one red card in Czech Republic uh, when I. Kicked a player very. I had a very aggressive tackle against player in front of his uh, substitution uh, um, bench. The coach in front of their coach, of the opponent's coach. I kicked him very hard, so I got a red card. And sometimes yes, emotions, emotions attack me, and I want to kick someone for sure. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, maybe on the other, maybe on the other side of the pitch, on the other side of the pitch, maybe it's a yellow, but right in front of the coach, right in front of the bench, 
Yeah, that's a red card. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's okay, yes. man. But after- it was the end of the match. I heard this player, he was telling some bad words uh, in, to my direction. He was, he was very aggressive, so I decided to kill him. So yeah. <laughs> I'm down <laughs> You know, it, it, it happens to the best of us. Uh, like I said, my co-host has seen his fair share of sending offs. Uh, I, as a goalkeeper, have seen a, a couple of sending offs too. Normally, for uh, my mouth talking too much to the ref. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, it hap- happens to the best of us out there. It's a physical game. It's an exciting game. It's a it's a game we put our heart into. So that's uh you know it's something we we all we all kind of live for. Now, um, what what else do you like uh, besides football? Do you do you have a, a particular hobby that you really enjoy? Uh, I enjoy. A lot fishing. Fishing it's my hobby, a uh, new hobby because I started fishing three years ago, but now I got really sick. Uh, to tell the truth, now I'm sitting in front of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And I'm sitting in the car. <laughs> That's you. You know, after after a training session, it's a great way to unwind. It's a great way to focus. You can just look out at the water and unwind, and hopefully, you catch a fish or two. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. Well, yeah, uh, I, I just, I got, I just a big, big dream. So <laughs> today is, is a good decision uh, day. Oh, excellent. Yes, uh, this is like narcotics for me. To tell the truth, I was never thinking that it could be so interesting for me. But you go out of town, you go to the lake or to the river, and you just relax. It's like for me, it's like a sport. Fishing is like a sport, like narcotics. So it's my biggest hobby now, and yes, I enjoy it really. Excellent, Vitaly. Thank you so much for making the time today. We really, really do appreciate it. I want to wish you the best of luck on Friday against FK uh, Neiman Grondo and up the sluts, brother. Good job, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Vitaly. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Nice to see you from America, and I, I wish you a good day, guys. Hey, we'd love to make it out to Belarus one day and come see some matches. I hope, I hope. <laughs> I hope you'll come there and find me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, guys. That, that was, was really fucking cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fucking cool. So, did I earn myself a little less mute button? Uh, let's not go pushing it. <laughs> no, uh, Melissa, actually, amazing job, guys. Uh, for uh, and all that was such a random. I seriously, you were watching the game uh, on YouTube, and I went, I bet you I could score an interview with one of their players. And I looked up their page, translated it to English because that's the first thing you have to do, mm-hmm. of course. And they had a press email, so I just sent in, you know, hey, here we are, this is we are, blah blah blah. And here's our guy that can speak yeah, English. That was Go it. Get it, was, him. it was just they sent it back yeah. with his name. Yes, you may speak with a football player. Hear his name. And it's just his name and the phone number. I'm like, well, is this legit? And texted him and it was and so here we go yeah i'll make i i, I just certainly want to make sure i do this on uh, monday's live show as well because i would like everyone to hear this not just our patreon what? people but first and foremost for all the guff we give you and i give you as well uh there's a lot of um ahs and o's in our regular show and a lot of mess ups and a lot of little knickknacks and somebody makes it purr like a kitten every single week, and that would be one Miss Producer Mal. Yep. So a lot of credit to you on that, and thanks for thinking on the fly. 
coming up with that idea that was really great. Now my expectations are set real fuck high for when we go back to England. That's what I was afraid of. I was like, oh, now it's going to be like, who else can you get? If I'm not having a Cheeky Nando's with Jordan Pickford, you and I are going to have words. Oh, my God. Um, I did want to mention real quick, too. We, uh, as we are known to do. Yes, fuck yeah. Had a drink with us during the show. Or two. So we drank Pau uh, Maui Vodka, a vodka distilled in Hawaii. Yep. Made with pineapples, yep. uh, which was very good. But we had it in a Bloody Mary, and what I really wanted to mention was this Bloody Mary mix. Oh, it's good. Um, it is the Chesapeake Reserve Bloody Mary mix with blue crab. Uh, fat-free, all-natural ingredients. So it actually had real blue crab in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the best Bloody Marys I've ever had. And with the pineapple vodka, really mm-hmm. brightened it up a bit no. uh, as well. Sweet Very and good. spicy, but yeah. not like sweet where it's like sugary sweet. It's that What's that blue crab sweetness that yep. really Absolutely. comes through, it backed with the spiciness? Very, very good. Um, and, and, and let it be known, it's, it, it, is, it is not a pineapple vodka in the regards of it tastes like pineapple. It is the base source to make the vodka. Is, is a pineapple. pineapple yeah. Remember, when you distill something to a grain-neutral spirit, which is 190 proof, you remove all contents of flavor and uh, aroma and clarity to it. So it's, you know, that's you're basically making alcoholic water. It's not to say that the base ingredient doesn't have an influence to it. As Sam said, when he tried the vodka on its own, he said it was very bright, and that's really the case. But yeah, we don't want you to think we mix pineapple vodka with, with Bloody Mary mix. And I also Correct. had uh, the first ones, not our second ones, because obviously we made them here while we were recording. But the first ones, I put in an, a uh, Baltimore bitter from 1821. So basically an Old Bay bitter. They'll give it a little bit of oomph to it as well. The company is 1821. It wasn't made in 1821. Right. Yeah, 1821 is the bitter company. It's figured with our listenership, we should probably clarify that. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, now that you've uh, raised the bar on Bloody Marys, I also have higher expectations. Oh, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I mean... I mean, I mean, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do once I go back to work. I've been cooking meals every day, and I've been making you pictures of cocktails every day. like Cleaning in the house every other week. <laughs> Washing myself every few months. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, God damn, that was fucking fun. That sorry, was fun. No, no, I'm not sorry, Russ. That, God damn, that, that was, was fucking fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. That it was, was a very cool experience, and uh, Vitaly was awesome and very generous with his time. Oh, fabulous. How You know what I liked the most? Mm. He lit up when we asked him what his hobby was, and he started talking about fishing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't shut him up. I'm like, okay, time to wrap up the interview. He's like, fuck you. I'm talking about fishing. Lake trout. <laughs> fuck you, lake trout. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm was... sitting in the car right now getting ready to go fishing in fact, because fishing is awesome. I-, I love the fact that Americans think we drink vodka. It- it's <laughs> not. It's whiskey, good beer, and wine. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, oh. that was fabulous. We're not Russian. We don't drink vodka. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, goddamn right you are. <laughs> that was very cool. What a way to start a Wednesday. I know. Well, you now have to go work. I got to go work. I got to actually rush through work to make sure I make it home for the old Arsenal game. Yeah, that's right. Hey, fucking one o'clock. We've got football to fucking watch today, that's kids. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, everybody, uh, no real part in words. This is just a little something extra fun. Patreon, guys, you're getting the full uncut crazy crazy. And then we'll have a a show that'll be uh, available to. Uh, are we going to do a Patreon I mean, you're single? You're talking buy? about a show that they're listening to already. You okay. can't promote a show on the show. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, just I thought we to... were giving it to them first. We're going to give it to Patreon re- first, and then release and then... it for free on Friday. I thought is what we talked okay. about. Okay. All right. Perfect. Sounds yeah, good. So everybody else is now hearing this Friday, and Patreon people, well. 
They heard it on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, we need that street cred. And and they heard and <laughs> so they heard it, it this all. This is definitely coming out for free. We yeah. need the street cred. Yep. And and they heard it all too. So. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, till next week, everybody. Good day. We love our sluts. The greatest team in Belarus. We love our sluts. FK Sluts. Whoa. I really think this year we are going to win the cup. I know we said the same thing last year, but I don't really give a fuck. Whoa. We love our slots. The greatest team in Belarus We love our sluts We're the greatest team in all of Europe We love our sluts I think we're gonna win the cup We love our sluts And it starts With our sluts We love our sluts Stars. We love stars.